Pilato, Kid Pilato, Kid Pilato, Kid Pilato, Kid Pilato. Gonna buy back in, bitch, I hope I win. Why? $3,000. Still gotta hit the lotto. 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 Mega flex. Hit the lotto. Who knows what's next? Hit the lotto. Slurpee. Coke Ice. Hit the lotto. Man, the song's so good, we gotta listen one more time. <laughs> I'm up, I'm up. Jumbo Bucks. Big spender. Hit the lotto. Why? $3,000. Gonna buy back in, bitch, I hope I win. Why? $3,000. So gotta hit the lotto. 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 Mega flex. Hit the lotto. Who knows what's next? Hit the lotto. Slurpee. Coke Ice. Hit the lotto. Hit the lotto. Yeah, I had to at least get through it one more time. It's been two weeks. Hit the lotto back live on the air. Hope everybody's doing good out there. I saw that our boy Eric Kirk 2003 was in. Not sure if he's still in or not, but welcome back. And looks like no shit Sherlock's in the house right now. And uh, before even we get started, uh, uh, I will just break into break into our guest. Tony, welcome to the show, man. Great to have you on, but I don't want to talk to you. I mean, I want to talk to you yet, but just, yeah. just uh, hitting, flash hitting news is that uh, right now in the Euros, Italy and Spain are, are, are tied at 1-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I was watching it there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty, it's a great game. Uh, that Spain got the, uh, got the goal there. It was a great goal as well. Nicely worked. So, yeah, it's tight. Uh, it'd be interesting to see like wouldn't fancy this on penalty well maybe Italy on penalties but uh, who knows what can happen so uh, uh, I know that uh, uh, I'm sure that Sherlock who's who's out there listening live knows and and I know the people who <clears throat> listen to the the uh, co- the 
MP3 of the show uh, have talked to me, and you are also in. I've talked about it on the show before. You are also in this interesting uh, um, fantasy league that we had with all these different sports, and you pick teams, and it takes over a year to play the second league. And I mean, <laughs> the draft was to a week or whatever. But but we're we're in this fantasy league together, and uh, and I yeah. I just have to say that that the one the 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 one. Uh, uh, one area that I concentrated on probably the least was uh, the Euros, was the Euros football. And I, I having Spain, you're yeah. telling me I got a shot, huh? Uh, I, well, look, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would have been back in Italy before this. You know, they've been playing some great football the whole way through. Um, I, I just fancied them. Spain had a bit of a shaky start and... I wasn't sure, but like Spain have started to really come into it now, especially in this game. Like it's been like it's frantic, you know what I mean? Like it's end to end. It's great. Like it's 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 what all this. It's what a great tournament like this is. Like you know, what I mean, I, I love watching the big tournaments. I wouldn't watch too much Premier League or anything like that, but these big tournaments, I you know really enjoy watching them. Yeah, this uh, uh, it does make for uh, for me. I think. But by the way, you, if you have it on, keep keep it on so you can let us know if there's any updates during during the podcast. And I, I really appreciate you still taking your time to come on oh, because there's such an exciting game going on. But the reality, I mean, is no, no, it's really still Spain and Italy, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was England, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, for, even yeah. for me, I got to tell you, it's one of those things that I don't – I'm still not sold on the sport. <laughs> you know, as yeah. an expat, as someone who comes over here from from someone yeah. where the sport is, and, and I think yeah. I want to say that when you talk about played by people in America, like a sport played by people, yeah. Yeah. soccer is the most played sport in America. That's the irony here. Yeah, because a lot of kids play soccer. Yeah, a lot of kids play soccer. There's just nowhere to really go after that. You go to college. You know what yeah. I mean? There isn't like you don't yeah. sign these professional contracts at twelve years old and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, over yeah, here. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like the they. I don't know if you uh, follow this at all, but the NCAA, which is the governing body for college athletics, has has gone back on a. I mean. A forever rule that college football oh, players can now, well, college athletes can be, you know, paid for their likeness. Yeah. Now, I'm not exactly sure to what, to how we're talking, what degree, wide open, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I mean, yeah. this is like, I already saw, ironically, I was, uh, uh, Somebody had talked to me about this uh, cameo. You see this cameo thing where you can get these yeah. these superstars and athletes to <laughs> get, talk to say stuff to people. Yeah. Um, I was just recently <laughs> in the last couple of months turned on to that, and I, I was just somebody said something to me about it today, so I I had it on today, and I saw that there were like college football players that were asking for fucking like yeah. ridiculous <laughs> amounts of money to do a yeah. cameo, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, some of these guys. Got Got another thing coming because they might be fucking huge in uh, Mississippi, or they might be this monster of Arkansas. That <laughs> that you know what I mean? Unless they're you know their likeness is only going to be known by so many. Like when you're in yeah. college, you, you you only get yeah. you only get a few years max. This will be good yeah. for the game, I think, in a lot of ways because I yeah. think some college players will, will you know a lot of college players leave after their 
sophomore and junior years. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because they can make more money turning pro yeah. and they'll get drafted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, now this is going to maybe keep some of those college football so, players in college. Be, so is that the main aim of all this is just to keep that college? Football well, right the main now. aim is that previous to this. So here's the thing. Uh, previous to this, they're amateur athletes, right? They're amateurs. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the yeah. whole thing. And they wanted to keep it pure and amateur. Okay. And what they would essentially what they were saying to these athletes was, we realized that you, you being a football player on that good, bring in millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars yeah. to this college. Mm. But in return, what we're giving you is an education for free. Yeah. housing for free, meals for free. Yeah. And they get, uh, I think there's a small stipend. Like they give them full, that's a full ride, a scholarship, a full yeah. ride yeah. scholarship. Yeah. So a lot of these guys are getting that, but the, it's the, the imbalance is, there's, there's, it's very imbalanced. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, so you couldn't even, a kid couldn't even have a Twitch channel. You know, a college athlete couldn't oh, even have a Twitch really? channel and get paid for it. Oh, right, because I was thinking, I was going to ask you about that, like, was like, can you, because now so many people are making money from social media, like, so you can't do that in the old style, okay? No, the old, now, but now they've changed those rules to allow them to make money off of their likeness. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where it goes from here, you know what I mean? Like. Like it, I, I'll see 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 where it goes, but it but again, so to circle all the way back to the beginning of our conversation about this was <laughs> um, basically for me as a expat American here in Ireland, decade almost a decade now. Yeah. I just have no interest. <laughs> like I really I don't know like. Yeah. You know, because of the Hit the Lotto podcast, I would have, I'd always, if it wasn't the Irish, I'd, I'd love the Dutch to win something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. You know what I mean? Well, the Dutch is my, the, the, that's my second home, basically. So, but after that, after that, I don't give a f- <laughs> fuck, and I couldn't name you two, one Dutch player. I, <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't. It doesn't matter. I couldn't name, I couldn't, I couldn't name you one Irish player. Yeah, I'll be honest yeah. with you because I, I don't I, think I, I don't I, think that uh, I, I think I don't think Robbie Keane plays anymore, and uh, <laughs> and and I don't think the goalie does the goalie still play the American, American? Darren uh, Randolph. No, he's Darren not. Randolph. Is he American? Is he? His dad's an American. No way. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that shows how much I know about Darren Randolph and the Irish team. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so pretty, pretty bad the last <laughs> So it's actually a great. It's completely. It's a great topic, though, and it's one that that I would actually love if someone. I, so I watched this documentary. I don't know if you've ever seen it, there, Tony. On uh, on so the, the basketball here in Ireland. So okay. basically, <clears throat> there was a professional basketball league here in Ireland. Just like there's a professional football soccer league here in Ireland, but they're very, they're low paid guys. But those guys, the guys that play for Tala and and the Bows, and they get paid, right? They're, they're yeah. it's a professional, it's a low level well, Dundalk, you know, like yes, mainly semi pro, I think, isn't it? Or, I, I don't know. You would know more than me. Yeah, well, I know too much. I don't follow too much about the maybe Sherlock knows out there. Yeah, but like I, 
I'm sure there's sort of, you know, the top players get paid and then there's the semi-pros and I think there is a professional aspect of it, but I don't think it's as, you know, I don't think if you're on the course 11, you're necessarily guaranteed. And, you know, I, I as I said, I don't know enough about it to discuss it. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so apparently there was a very similar basketball league in Ireland back in... In the 80s, I guess, or the 70s, okay. 80s. Okay. I can't remember. I watched a documentary on it. But So what happened was um, it became fairly serious, this league, apparently. I mean, there, there, it was all Irish, but there, there, there was a few people from Europe that I think started to kind of play for a few of the Irish teams. Okay. And then some Americans came over. Uh-huh. And there was like three or four of them. And they played, they didn't play for Dublin. They played for like Cork. Yeah, yeah. And maybe someone even on the West Coast. And all of the sudden, Cork were champions of of Ireland. Okay. (laughs) But these guys were, um, they went on to have they, they actually one of them went on to play have a career randolph went on to have a career in the nba darren randolph's father he went on to have a career in the nba these guys were good and then so then now the irish the governing body that was like wait a second you can't you're just gonna win every year <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah, we got to yeah. figure something out here so they they made some rule of home home rule or whatever where you had to have x number of you can only have like one member from outside of ireland on your team so at least it caused some parody and then it only lasted a few years but the the, guess the story was where darren randolph's father and a couple of the other ones i think could be completely off base here but definitely randolph's dad got married an irish woman you know what i mean he loved it here he they fucking these guys loved it here and um they they a couple of them you know ended up living and uh, darren randolph's father was one of them so that's why darren randolph his dad was a professional basketball player in ireland yeah isn't that isn't that a wild story that is yeah actually (laughs) i i hope that that anyone who's who's I, i that listens to this if if i'm off base here and just romanticizing <laughs> about something that never happened or if my facts are completely wrong i'm first of all i'm sorry but uh, it still i think makes for a good topic and second of all i'd love to talk to somebody who would be I, I'm, I'm writing it down to try and talk to somebody who remembers that time so i can interview them because that would be a good story yeah it would it sounds like like and like that 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 you know has that com- competitive edge to it you know what i mean you want to know about you know it's like see all the sports documentaries coming out with now you know what i mean about the past and some of them are really good like like that michael jordan one was unbelievable and you know it's people want to talk about those those times now you know obviously this wasn't on the scale of that but like in ireland for basketball you know uh, yeah, yeah it's it's um it's so perfect the story should, whether whether what i just or or let me know yeah, link it yeah you, you whether watch, whether what i just said was completely accurate or not it definitely summarized the documentary um and it's it's a perfect example of this irish romanticism (laughs) with with america 
and the yeah. connection, the bond with America. It's a perfect yeah. romanticism of that yeah, shit, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romanticism, all right, yeah. Oh, God, you do have... <laughs> Listen, the French ain't got nothing on the Irish. Mm. Like, they call, you know, France, oh, Paris, yeah, yeah, no, look, no, mi amor, no. French, the city of love, Paris, the city <laughs> of love. No, no, there's no city of love in Ireland, but, but Ireland... As as my friend Goldie said, it's a nation of chancers, and they created yeah. <laughs> because of the the because of the their ability to take that chancing and put pen to paper in a lot of aspects with their yeah. authors. You know, Oscar Wilde was a fucking lunatic. <laughs> he made Ireland look beautiful. Now it's romantic. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like the whole thing right. is just Ireland got it right when it came to romanticizing it. Yeah. Like. Like, like, where, uh, like, like, you, there's I like, look at those. I'm falling out of love with Ireland at the moment. So I must, I must read back. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. Let's, let's go, let's do it. You know what I mean? That's perfect. Yeah. And especially, it actually, uh, I'll be honest with you, it's, it's my topic. One of my topics was, was that, you know, we had 4th of July and, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, happy birthday, America. Yeah. And, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, yeah, uh, and and I, I just read that a, a goalie. <laughs> There's a, a goalie for Columbus where our, our friend Draco lives. Uh, they have yeah. a professional NHL team, and they have a goalie, oh, 20 cool. kids, 24 years old. He was celebrating <clears throat> Eastern European oh, fellas, celebrating the 4th of July. The fireworks tilted and started yeah. shooting at the people. He was wow. in a hot tub. He scrambled to get out of the hot tub. They thought he died when he hit his head getting out of the hot tub, but oh, they actually found that it was from trauma from getting shot with a high-powered firework like Whoa. America, only in America. You know? yeah, <laughs> only in America, baby. Yeah, I've seen, but, I've seen something about that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, still, yeah. you know, happy birthday to America. And yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know that I, I'm in these... Uh, I may have talked to you about it before. I'm in these these groups on various social media platforms where it's an expat community. You know, like yeah. we expats can can yeah. can get together in our our faceless social media group and and you know get talk about things that you know things that we were on our mind and we miss home and we're homesick and, yeah. and you know what I mean. And don't get me wrong, there are some times when I'm capable of getting very patriotic about. Yeah my existence and i'm glad and i i hold no shame to that you know what i mean oh, and but like you said you you you've fallen kind of out of love you know lately with with ireland yeah. and part of the part of what i've seen is some bashing that's going on in around the holiday in these groups and either bashing of america and their love for ireland or bashing of ireland and how they miss america but yeah. just like <sighs> You know, like a, a, just a, a moan factor yeah. that, that reaches level 10, you know. Mm. And I was just thinking about it like, like you know, 4th of July. I had I had so the 3rd of, the, of July, I had a, uh, a couple of friends, Irish friends, yeah. over to the house. And I made a turn on the barbecue, dogs. Yeah. We, did, uh, we did chicken wings and we did... Um, I don't know. We did other stuff, burgers. You know, we did uh, yeah. we did uh, ribs. I made ribs, and we did nice. salads, and we had a barbecue outside. And, and I mean, the weather, no, no the weather, the weather held off. No, 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 no. We did an American bar. No, no. This is this was see. This was this is me. When when I talk about the the things that, that this is the funny thing. When I talk about those things like the coffee yeah. and, and the steaks and stuff, there's nothing American about that. 
that at all. Mm. Don't, don't get me wrong there, Tony. It's an American sentiment, and I could yeah. see how people like America. But I don't think – when I think of the 4th of July, I think yeah. about, you know, barbecues making dogs, burgers, kids, mm. heat, yeah. playing in water somewhere maybe, you know, having a good time and out, out back of, of your house having a barbecue. Yeah. And I did that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I apologize for, for, you know, not inviting Goldie there, who's the first one in our chat there, to, to leave a comment. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Goldie. But I, and I didn't, and I apologize for that. But but you know, I, I still I did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a thing here, yeah. obviously. People, you know. <laughs> sorry if you didn't get the invite. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry if you I'm didn't enjoy my, my country's independence day. But I, I, I did. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing like nothing to moan moan about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I made something, and the people that were over had no clue. They don't even think about it being the Fourth of July when they were at the house. And I didn't yeah. talk about it being the Fourth of July. But I was like, this is this is what you do. This is the 4th of July. This is what you do. And you celebrate, you know, whatever, celebrate being American. I get that. But, but, you know, it's just the, the, the thought process behind the, the, the day, you know what I mean? Like, like any day that you, that, that is like, take a day off Yeah. in America, any day, there's like that a special, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm just telling you, like, yeah. like here you have, we have bank holidays and once a fucking month we get a day <laughs> off and you know what I mean? Like yeah. shit, the yeah. 20 days off, uh, you know, in your contract a year, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not to mention the bank holidays, not to, you get more. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, that's what I mean. Like, that's what happens here. You know, in America, it's like, you'd be lucky to get two weeks. Yeah. Oh no. I We're lucky to get two weeks. And, and I have and, American colleagues like that. And yeah, I, you know, it's, it's just mad the disparity in it. Like it's, it's crazy. Like, uh, so when there's know, a holiday where kids are off yeah, of school and you can yeah. spend it in your backyard with a barbecue, the 4th of July yeah. and they have fireworks, like, yeah, yeah you do it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm, yeah. That's why, that's why I, that's what it means to me. You know what I mean? It's separate. It's like people have this, uh, like this like thing about Americans, you know what I mean? We're Americans, and I think that too, and you see that in, there, in America, you know, the best, you know, the bombs, and we, we get the most bombs, we get the most guns, and it's fucking, it's true, all of that is true, but for me, you know what I mean? It's like, all of us are in the middle class in America, we all just want a fucking day off to, to, to yeah. spend some more time with our fucking families yeah. and not be in the rat race so much, but we yeah. can't. And we realize that. So if that's the case, then if we're going to work this much to get this and then we want to have the most bombs, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's America, America. Yeah. And that's what we think. That's the way they think right, wrong or indifferent. I'm not judging them or saying, but, but that's, but that was me personally. I'm like, Jesus, people like, Man, you moan about anything and everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for me, I, I think that's what it did. It kind of made me think over the last sort of few days, you know, about not so much, you know, you know, every week I talk about shit that happens in my life and my personal life and yeah. stuff. But yeah. but for, this was more like what about Ireland? You know what I mean? To, to what do I think? Almost 10 years now, what do I think? What am I, yeah. you know, what's what? And... <laughs> There's no answer to that. I don't have an answer to that even 10 years later. Yeah. I don't have an answer. But I ain't got no problem. But you know yeah. what I mean? But, yeah. but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, like there still, I still feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm, I feel like I'm home, but I, but it still feels like it's, 
<sighs> yeah. I I like see like that. Like I I I spent a period of time in a different country as well in Holland, and it's just a difference I found. Like it's it's sort of like when I came back, like there were certain things I became accustomed to over there. Like and coming back here, everything just seems to be half arsed and I I don't know that I yeah. It just goes on and on, like especially now the pandemic has really shone a light on, like like look at our health service, look at our housing prices, look at everything. Like, and you look at countries in Central Europe, and we're all part of the European Union, and they don't have that as much of that going on. Of course, it's not completely eradicated in Europe and that, but like it just seems that it's far better run, or you know, like we're we're selling ourselves to these big multinationals here like and they're providing employment but like really these big companies need to be putting in a bit more and like it just seems that yeah just at the moment the country isn't being run right and we're not we're not doing enough for everyone basically and you know in in when i was in holland it was sort of like you know you're doing you're doing your bit for everyone you pay that little bit of extra tax which is a bit more than here, but you can sort of see it in ways and, you know, it's just, it's, it's difficult. That's why I'm falling out of love with it because I can see the way somewhere can be run. And you know. Yeah, but, but so let me just stop you there and yeah. say, yeah, but I'm judging it against the land of milk and honey, the land of freedom, yeah. the land, the place where everybody fucking wants to go, the place yeah. that has yeah. such a fucking problem with it that they, some of them feel like they need to build walls to keep motherfuckers out <laughs> because they have enough prosperity. Yeah. You know, they have enough people searching for this pro- and there ain't no prosperity there, but there's enough people search for it. They don't need nobody else coming across that border start looking for that shit you know what i mean that's that's what it is you know what i'm saying that's the way that's you know so that's what i'm judging it by and don't get me wrong i still there's part of me that's still like you know again i i love the country being from there and american stuff but but i'm judging what i'm going through here now against there and i'm if i was still there i would never be in the position that i'm in now okay right yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, 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 it, it, I, if I was there, I would. If I was still there, I we. I mean, we were grafting when my wife and I lived in New York. Yeah. We were fucking grafting. You know, yeah. we were working. Both of us working really hard. Well, she had had a, a much better job by the time we were leaving than 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 uh ever before which was great yeah. fantastic she had just gotten into a good one but like i was fucking i was wearing a fucking bloody apron driving scheduling restaurant deliveries driving a butcher truck you know yeah. working in a shop for mm-hmm. people you know yeah. cutting animals apart dead animals apart that's what i did for a living man that's that's like i roll it and then one day a week i worked in a a a diner where i was getting up at four o'clock in the morning so i could be a line cook so to to to, to, you know work that's what that's where i was at so don't 
that's that ain't hot. When I moved to Ireland, like I came to Ireland. It, that, it, don't get me wrong. It, what, what's great about it is also things that see wrong about it, and I understand that because <clears throat> how they spend their money sometimes can be questionable. I agree with you, but like I moved to Ireland, had nothing. There was free education. I utilized that. Yeah, got myself a good job. Mm-hmm. Worked myself into something that that I'm proud of doing. Bought a house within, you know, years of moving here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is you pretty know, impressive sh- in Ireland. In mate, that shit wasn't not happening where I lived. Where I lived in America, in the Hamptons, where I lived, no yeah. way, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to yeah, yeah. graft my fucking. I was grinding like a yeah. motherfucker every yeah. day, yeah. you know. Mm. So no, I'm not saying that at all, Sharon. Not, that's yeah. not at all what I'm saying. If oh, I, you want to live, oh, yeah. I'm saying it's all it's all personal. I'm just giving you my yeah. story, but oh, I'm not yeah. saying that. No. no, no, I'm not saying that. If you want to live a good life, you have to leave the USA. No, that's not true. I am just saying yeah. for me, it worked in my situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it worked. So that's what I judge it off of. So, like for me, I'm like, you, you see, there's plenty of opportunity here, and there is plenty of opportunity. There was at the time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There was, you know what I mean. It, it was the Ireland was was broke. Ireland was borrowing money when I moved here. It was at the bottom of the. Yeah. You know, I didn't get here at the Celtic Tiger years, my friend. Mm-hmm. I got here during the crash when the bottom had yeah, a crash. But crash, again, you know the country made it out of that crash. And I think that's what boosted, you know, there was a lot of, before this pandemic, there was, there was, even though the polls may have gone a certain way. And I think that there was, you know, against, against the norm, let's say, right. The polls in, in the Republic right before the pandemic hit. But the irony, I think that, that I think that the, the polls, the government here in Ireland made a mistake or the people going to vote made a mistake when they when they wanted to shake things up, and when the pandemic hit, realized well we need to have one of these guys in charge. So I think that you're kind of st- we're stuck with what we have, mm. you know. So yeah, do I I agree with you that the pandemic probably could have been held differently, helped, but I can also say that like, you know, the 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 numbers are still quite good here of the yeah. amount of people that have gone. To get there, there was there was the the state of Ohio had four million dollar uh, uh, lotteries out. Jesus Christ! You know, four one million dollar lottery for people who got to get vaccinated. Yeah. So you had to share your vaccine record. You know, here that's not happening. People want the vaccine. They want to get better. They want to get the fuck out. And I got to tell you, man, just hang on because. Oh, the yeah. pubs are going to be open soon. An outdoor pub. <laughs> I'm sure that you've been to an outdoor pub already, oh, yeah. right? I have, yeah. And how much fun was it? I, even though it was, it was like it was not good. the it same. Was, yeah. You yeah. know, it wasn't it was the same. Definitely not the same, but it was good. It was good to get out. It was, it was good to get out. There at the weekend, you know, went for dinner and a couple of drinks. It was nice. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, and it goes back to that moaning factor that you're saying. Like, there's a bit of that there as well, you know, like it, it's a lot of people are fed up, you know, we're just fed up and there's sick of like illogical decisions, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you know, yeah, look, yeah. It, 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 it's getting better. Like it is, it's getting better. And once I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the vaccine and I've been waiting a long time to get it. And I signed up a long time and I've been getting on to like 
local councillors asking them, going, yo, what's happening here? Like, you know, it's, you know, we're the guts of three weeks here waiting on something. Like, it's, what's happening? And, you know, just waiting. She said, just wait and see, you know, wait until the weekend and, you know, and then, yeah, look, just just fed up, you know, like, uh, yeah. I just want to have a have little you? Moan. I want to get back traveling. I, I love it. I know you do. That's good. We can have the moan, man. That's what that's what so hit the lotto's about, man. That's what hit the lotto's about, man. Have the moan. But it's getting better, I suppose. You know what I mean? I'm getting close each day. I'm getting closer to this back season. Getting back to the home, I suppose. I am shocked to hear. I'll be honest with you. You know, it's funny because, uh, and we'll just we'll, we'll jump off of this here. But uh, you know, I did get my jab, and so I guess. <laughs> It is kind of embarrassing that, from my standpoint, uh, I you know I I don't you don't think about who doesn't have it now because I don't have it. I have the jab. I have the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. me, I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think about you. Did you even get it? Like we haven't even spoken about that. You know what I mean? That you now I kind of feel like a dick that I even told you when I got it. Like, I mean, it is like, and it's. Look, it's it's coming, but it was just, yeah, it's just not coming quick enough, you know. But hopefully, uh, next next week, I'm I'm, I'm hopeful <laughs> for next week. But that's, I'm just trying to remain positive at the same time because I find myself moaning, and then I just no, you just just think positive and just come on, just get on with it. So Tony, but, we gotta have a barbecue, man. Listen, yeah, Tony, we gotta have a barbecue. We'll, we'll talk after this. We gotta we'll have a we'll have a barbecue. Yeah. We'll celebrate America. Yeah, we'll celebrate America. America. We'll celebrate all things Irish, yes. you know, and we'll 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 yeah. we'll, we'll drink some we'll yeah. drink some Jameson. Look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, look, uh, and, and before we sort of segue into uh, what I actually brought you here to to talk about a little bit um you know how's our how's our virtual uh our racing league going how's the uh, wheel to wheel racing league going you know just to catch up i know again i don't know if anybody's in the studio now listening but uh you know knowing who might be in there how, how's that wheel to wheel going for you oh, it was it was it was good fun last night i must say um you know uh it was in Austria. Uh, it was it's a good track, and uh, we were all fairly competitive in it. Like, um, yeah, I suffer with track limits <laughs> as, I, as I usually do. If there's a track limit to find, I'm the one to find it. But um, yeah, I struggled, and then in qualifying, I actually didn't get a lap in, and uh, so I started from the back. So it was a good, fun race for me. You know, I knew I wasn't probably going to win with the pace of like Budge, Jack, Mayo is you know males lightning quick around there so um yeah no it, it, it's good fun um yeah just it just enjoying the races i'm not as competitive like the the boys of sort of budge was always ahead of me but the likes of jack harty mayo are you know and they're all they're all sort of going off a bit further than me but like the likes of Vernie had a great race last night you know the rest of the lads, we're all having good fun with it. So I think that's the main thing is that we're just having a bit of crack with it. And uh, yeah, last few races coming in now. It's um, I'll give you just a brief, quick update. I have it up here. So Mayo Man is uh, three twenty in first. Budge is behind him in two nine two. Uh, Major Jam two sixteen. Me. Yeah, I'm one ninety two and Jack Carty one fifty eight. So <laughs> Jack Carty is right up my hog. Um, Vernie Vern is catching up. Comedian's in there at 81 still. 
Kaiser 75, <laughs> Aramam 48, Meeks 39, still hanging in, and Mick 11. So, uh, yeah, Red Bull sort of run away with it in the points. To now that I just lost any listeners that I might have had. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. Thanks, thanks for the update. I appreciate that. Let's yeah. talk Formula One. Uh, yeah. We are. I, I I don't even know how, where at and where are we at in the season. What point are we at? We're not midpoint. Are we midpoint? Beyond no, midpoint? Not, not midpoint. We're getting close, though. You know, we're up a race ten, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's getting to be that time of year, yeah. right? Where where uh, things might not be so crystal clear, but things start to get interesting because you know yes. this is where. Formula One, what we want to talk about how Formula One is like the ultimate test of engineering. And you're going to talk about how Formula One is the greatest because of that. It's the, it's the ultimate racing uh, man machine that has ever been thought of and ever is done. And I, you know, there's a huge part of me that agrees with that. But this is the time of year when the fucking shit, like the guy who races for one team signs a contract with another team and is going to race for them for the next. <laughs> Fucking 10 races, you know, the next 10 fucking weeks, but he's leaving them. Like, so don't tell me that there ain't a little bit of fucking other stuff, driver, team, bullshit that comes in to to this time of year, you know, which makes it fun. And it could make or break a driver. You know, this stuff could make or break a driver's career, you know. So I figured, you know, let's let me you had a you had the night off from wheel to wheel. So so, uh, you know, if you could make it on. So I appreciate that to talk about where where we're at. So right now, like, I mean, this is the first year in how long that we do not see Lewis Hamilton on top of the race. Yeah, it's probably the first time in about I could stand corrected, but about eight years because it's that um, like the year that Rosberg won it, maybe Rosberg might have been ahead by a point or two, but at this stage, but um, yeah, it's it's good to see as well. But um, yeah, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't write him off. Let's put it that way. But uh, he's he struggled, he struggled in the last couple of races. Austria seems to be you know Red Bull territory anyway, so. Really, we as you said, like we're coming into a point in the season where it's it's going to get really interesting. I think Silverstone is the track. If if Mercedes are like they were in Austria, I think Red Bull could run away with it. But if Mercedes still have the power to get around Silverstone and be competitive, like really competitive, I you know I still think they have a very good chance. So it's very close. Like Silverstone's a you know. A circuit that requires huge amount of power, aero, everything. It needs everything. So you're gonna see in that race, like what's gonna and Hamilton, like he has the new straight named after him. Everything, you know what I mean? He is. This is his territory. You know what I mean? He's going for. I think it's his seventh win. You know, like it's. You know, so and it so is. The, so it, just to <clears throat> so for our non. American friends or non-F1 friends to explain that Hamilton has his own straight named after him. Yeah, well they, so Silverstone, they're, they're basically run by the BRDC or something like that. It's, a, it's basically a, a, a club, big massive motorsport club, uh, and it runs Silverstone basically, and they decided with equaling Michael Schumacher's um, seven world titles um, they decided, right, we're going to name the main straight, the 
the the Hamilton straight. So just so you guys folks understand that out there, that's um, that's such, if you think about this, like normally these things are done, like you were talking about the basketball uh, documentary on Netflix. Normally when these things are done, we realize the greatness <clears throat> and we, we celebrate the greatness, but we don't glorify the greatness until after they've retired <laughs> traditionally. Yeah. This motherfucker... <laughs> Got it named after him, and don't, and, and and you know things are happening this year, and he's probably not, he's definitely not in his prime anymore, but he's still far and away still running fucking racing, has lots of years left if he wants to. Yeah. He's got lots of years left in him, and they already named the fucking straight after yeah. him, man. <laughs> that is fucking badass, yeah. man. Yeah, like, and look, he like he deserves it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's. You know, you would think it's once in a lifetime thing. It's happened twice in my lifetime already that somebody has done this. But, but like it is, it's it's a big feat to, to try and do that, and they're acknowledging it. And um, yeah, fair play to them. Like it's it's like yeah, I'd love to have a, a straight or a corner named after me. Like it'd be, it'd be great, you know. So uh, yeah, like fair listen, play to pal, he, he deserves it. Listen, pal, I'll talk to your. We probably talk to your local councilor and get that done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a few corners around here where I've been. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. The t- Tony Campbell curve, you know yeah. what I mean? That that would that a nice be... ring to it. Doesn't there, it? Well. Doesn't it? The Tony Campbell curve. Yeah. <laughs> That's that yeah. man. Jeez, yeah. you guys fucking miss me at wheel to wheel racing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we don't so, even know where the Ferris wheels are. <laughs> so how about? I mean, obviously it's a shock. Uh, what's going on at the top? I mean, you knew that Verstappen is the heir apparent, so it's not a shock. You knew Verstappen was the heir apparent. It was it was definitely a question of when, not you know if you know the catch up was going to happen. But this is beyond a catch up. But this stage of the this is this is like you know he's got a thirty two point gap at the top. Yeah, yeah, he's got a race. You know he's. You know, he's, he's got, got a race DNF. in hand, basically, right? DNF in yeah, hand. yeah, he's got a race in hand. But, yeah, like, and I honestly didn't expect Red Bull to sort of have the advantage. They have, like, like Red Bull now have a, a lot of momentum behind them. Like, they're, they're very quick at various different tracks. You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, like they, they just have this momentum now coming in, especially into Silverstone. If they can get a win at Silverstone, like whether it be Perez and something happens to Verstappen, whatever, but it, whether, if the car is good, it will see them through the rest of the season. I think, you know, we're coming into like Hungary, Spa, Monza, you know, these really far, well, Hungary is more like Monaco, you know, without the walls. So, you know, Red Bull will be good there anyway. And then, you, yeah, Spa. You know, if you're good at Silverstone, you're good at Spa. So I think, you know, next weekend's a big one. Uh, or not next weekend, the weekend after. But um, I think just the Red Bull at the moment have the momentum. And Verstappen is just, he's been flawless the last couple of races. Baku was a real interesting one. Because I just wanted to, you know, the fact that Hamilton didn't get points and Verstappen crashed out. You know, if Hamilton had got good points in that, you know, it'll be a slightly different conversation now maybe you know it's and it's something like that could happen down the line as well like there's still lo- lots of races left like what is it, 13 12 13 races left so yeah it's it's like i wouldn't 
rule out Hamilton, but I just think Verstappen is just on a different level this year. And he's shown it like in his performances, like he had a pit stop in hand in the last race. Like it's you know, that's Lewis Hamilton stuff of years gone by, like so you know. So do you do do you foresee any circumstance where uh, I know that some uh in the virtual racing world say it's a nosebleed. Do you <laughs> foresee foresee a nosebleed happening uh with Verstappen at the top? Could that happen? Is he still too young? I I think he can once the car is good, once the car stays good and you know and they seem to have a really good car underneath them. I think he's just, he's capable of anything. He's just what it is. He's like Hamilton. Once you give, I just think the Mercedes just a little bit off this year. And that's why he can't. And Verstappen just has the, the car driver connection this year. I read somewhere I, too, where uh, Helmut Marco actually said who Helmut Marco is the, what is he at Red Bull? He, he is the effective, He's not the owner of Rebel, but he's the he's head of, he's Christian York Horner's boss. Boss, he, yeah. he runs. Yeah. The, so Helmut Mark Helmut Marker said that uh, Max was told to hold back on the power, hold off on the power of the car in Austria, saying that that Honda engine has that much more in it. Yeah, the, the Honda is that full of shit or is that true? No, Could that be true? It, like everyone, like there's a lot of talk about it. Like is that the, the gains that Honda have made, and because. Honda and all the other manufacturers, engine manufacturers can only gain a certain amount because there's an engine freeze coming up. And I'm not sure, I don't think it's at the end of this year. I need to check it, but it's it might it be. Could, I, it could be because I think they need to develop um, the engines because when the engine freeze hits, that's it. The engine is the engine, and then it's all aero going into the next couple of seasons. So yeah, Honda have really stepped their game up, and now Red Bull are taking on their engines and they're building the facility um, beside their own one now, where they build the cars. So, uh, but Honda are still going to be helping out in the transition, basically. But there's they're in a really good position now. Like now is when you want to have the fastest engine. Like you know, Mercedes yeah. for the last seven years, but like if they or eight years, they pick you on the ninth year, you know, and you have two years racing with that engine, you know. But then that sort of puts the likes of McLaren, who are another, you know, another up and coming. I I think are very in in good contention for next year, provided Mercedes give them a good engine. I think Mercedes or McLaren could be a fighting Red Bull and Mercedes. I think it so, could be very tight next year. I mean, it is then, you know. So, so uh, it also came out this week or last week, right? That Lewis Hamilton signed a two-year contract with Mercedes yeah. to stay in a Mercedes. And the interesting thing there is that Lewis Hamilton's contract was up last year, and he didn't sign. He, he took the whole season off. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, he was cruising to fucking yeah. victory. Yeah. He was wearing his t-shirts out in front of the of the crowd in the middle of the pandemic. With you know, he, he, th that was a state. Even though that was a COVID year. For Lewis Hamilton, last year was a statement year. Statement, you know, yeah, it, it was, was very, it was very big. Uh, you know, whether whether, you know, you agree with it or not or whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But it was very yeah. big for him in a lot of ways with, yeah. with the whole Black Lives Matter movement that he he really yeah. stepped up for, and 
realistically, if it weren't for Lewis Hamilton, you know, that whole campaign that they did last year would have never happened because other than Lewis Hamilton, there's not one other black guy that I've ever seen in F1. You know what I mean? So that's an accomplishment. You know, that's an accomplishment. And and he did, and looking back on it, you know, probably not at the time, you know, you would have realized it, but looking back on it, you're sort of like, yeah, that's that's a very true statement. Like he did, like, and yeah, like they probably would. I'd like to think because I followed F1 for a while that they would have done something because everyone was doing something for diversity, and that's not the correct reason to do anything. But I think his involvement in it really did push it along, and the fact that it's continuing as well, um, you know, it's, it stands to him as well. Like, like he's a bit, he's impressive, like he, you know. I wouldn't be his biggest fan, but you've got to acknowledge the talent and what he's doing. Oh, yeah, you, that, you know that's I mean? it. That's it. You Just like I mean? Michael Jordan. Like if you listen, if you were lived in Detroit, you were not a Michael Jordan yeah. fan. <laughs> you still, you still, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it doesn't matter what the numbers were. I, Isaiah Thomas was your boy if you grew up in Detroit. You know, over <laughs> Chicago and, and the Bulls. You know what I mean? There had to be, you know. So, so I definitely understand that. Yeah, but you still have to yeah. give it to the guy. But last year whole season didn't announce didn't announce nothing yeah. everybody's like what the fuck is this guy is he gonna retire is he gonna yeah. but he just wanted to he had that year mm-hmm. and now we're 10 we're you know we're, we're not quite at half point and, and yeah. hamilton signs a two-year deal in second yeah. place this year yeah. you know yeah. so you, know, you wonder yeah. what 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 what's what's had what's going on in mercedes land yeah. and i believe that you're, you're saying that they're about to announce even that russell's going to get the seat next year over botas yeah. right yeah i think that's coming fairly soon like there is there's rumors and chatter online whether you can believe it or not but i i i honestly think that going into a new a new season i'd be very very especially with new regulations new car I I'd find it very hard to hold with Bottas. Like Bottas got unlucky probably at the start of the season, but his pace isn't there anymore. He's and you see, like when I'll always look back to Russell getting into the Mercedes and just picking it up straight away, like give the likes of Danny Ricciardo, all them struggling to do the same. So like I just think Russell is the future for Mercedes, um, especially now that Hamilton has a two-year deal. I think it's a very strong lineup, and that Hamilton is there to help develop the car, and then Russell is there to bring it on to the to the next set of regulations. Into the new, yeah, into the new regulation era. You know what I mean? I think that's it's like like Russell has shown his pace throughout his career. Like, and I I'm not a fan of the way the media portray him, but he's a very good driver, and I think he's gonna probably get the seat. And announcing it at Silverstone. It's probably a good idea because they've already announced Hamilton. They want to lock in their seats. Like every other top team has locked in their seat. Well, apart from Barra Red Bull, have locked in their seats for next year. So it also gets time for Bottas to get a seat. So, you know. Yeah. So I guess that brings up a question, huh? Where does where does Bottas go? I've and you know we talked and like I I've thought about it myself and I'm struggling to think. I mean, let's look at let's let's yeah. let's let's do that exercise right now. So, so obviously he's coming out at Red Bulls. No, you know he's not no. going to Red Bull. No. So the next is McLaren. So McLaren's an interesting one because Lando Norris is Max Verstappen. Lando, yes. it's the it's the the Norris yeah. 
Verstappen era is what's yeah. about to happen. It's yeah. you know what I mean. It's the yeah. Russell Norris Verstappen, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Leclerc. Norris That's what's great Gasly. about what we're seeing. It's the Pierre Gasly, Charles yeah. Leclerc, Lando Norris, George Russell, Max Verstappen. It's yeah. it's Yuki Sonoda. It's their yeah. their era is about to come, and that's really yeah. exciting. It, and it is, and it is. You have to be excited about that as an F one fan. Yeah, they are all very exciting F one drivers. Like you look at Gasly, the turnaround he's made after like it was great at Alfa or what was it, Tar Russell back then, back to Red Bull, and then back out to Alfa Terry and the the you know like he's just yeah, so he's, not, he's another great driver. Yeah, and has so so let's go to the next one. Then has uh, Ricardo accepted the second seat? I think he has. I think he has to now. Like he, I think, yeah, but I think if it, when you when you think about who Daniel Ricardo is, there's one guy that if it clicks for him, that yeah. being the second seat, even he'll never win a championship, but being the second seat for this kid could be something special. He might he might fit that role pretty good. Even though I know you know Goldie has said a few times that it's a it's a big you know for the driver they want to win. We've had this conversation ourselves mm-hmm. about Baltas. You know, yeah. so is Ricardo happy enough to be there? Because if that's the case, then he's not going to McLaren. AlphaTauri still has Gasly, right? Yeah. And yeah. Sonoda, who they just brought in, so he's not going. He wouldn't go to AlphaTauri, yeah. right? No, I don't think so. Because you're Vettel, would he take Vettel's place at Aston Martin? Because Stroll ain't going nowhere. No, we know that he ain't moving. So, he ain't so now we're down to Alcon and Alonso at, at Renault at Alpine. Alpine could be a, could be one, but I think Alonso. Will stick around for the new regulations. I think Alpine are doing something similar to what, like, if Mercedes take on Russell, is that they have this, like, really exceptional young talent, which Alcon is. Yeah, he is yeah. very good, but it just hasn't had the car around him. The, maybe getting Alonso in to help develop the new car and, you know, and maybe <clears> help <throat> it on, help the team on, because Alpine have. You know, they've invested heavily in all sorts of motorsport. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. it's like they're F two, F three. They have a team in uh, World Endurance in LMP two, which is second category of the Le Mans twenty four hour. Basically, you know, they, they've heavily invested in the future of the motorsport. Right? It's only a matter of time, right? Yeah. So, and like Renault, you know, maybe haven't always had the best start, but they generally come good. You know, like, and that's what Alpine is. So, you so know, that leaves that leaves Alfa Romeo, and Alfa Romeo are the junior Ferrari team. <laughs> so, yeah. and that know, leaves Williams I, then to take the place. That Williams, to... I honestly, that's what it came down to for me was because he used to drive for them, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> like it's like all the big moving. The Calendas like, career there. Was done. Yeah, I think the big moving and shaking was done last year where the likes of Danny Ricardo was locked in yep. for a couple of years, you know. So it was, you know, this year it's 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 going to be even more difficult for Bottas to get a seat. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he doesn't end up in Formula 1 and that he's in a... He, I reckon Mercedes will hold on to him and retain him and maybe do what they, you know, put him in a Mercedes GT3 car or a Mercedes F Formula E car, something like that, you know. But that's not where you want to be going if you're an F1 driver that could potentially have won a Formula One championship. But so, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, I'd feel sorry for Bottas. Like you know, you you'd have to. You know, he's he's a great. He's he's very quick. Like 
you know, he's not he's not a shit driver. You know? Yeah. You know, he's not like a, a Maldonado and you're going like, well, how did he end up here? You know, but. You know, no. But anyway. He's, do you, uh, so So are you saying, do you think he's better than Vettel? I think he's better than Vettel right now. Right now, I think, yeah, Vettel has really tapered off. I think Vettel needs to go. I think Vettel's overstayed his welcome. And I know because yeah. Vettel was the guy who, you know, he didn't want, He's he was brought in for, I paid a ton of fucking money, a ton of fucking money to go into Aston Martin to, to back up the owner's son. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Lance Stroll is not bad. Like he's, no, he's no. a serviceable F1 racer, yeah. but you know, Vettel was like, yeah, no problem because mm. I'm going to outshine this fucking kid, but the car is a fucking dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even that's a Mercedes engine, car, but that car is yeah. a dog shit. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not a great car. And like, like that, if you're thinking about drivers to sort of help the future progress of other cars, like he's he sort of failed at Red Bull to do that. He's failed at Ferrari to sort of, you know, he had a good spell at Ferrari, but like, yeah. you, like you're sort of wondering, like, God, you know, are we going to keep paying this guy this much to do that? Like, and he has been unlucky as well, like, especially in the last race, he got very unlucky, and he had a good result in Baku. But other than that, it's been below average, I'd say. And I'm disappointed because I do like Fell. You know what I mean? I do like yeah. him. He's a, he's a real likable character. He's a good driver. He's quick on his days, probably one of the fastest. But he's just really struggled with this hybrid era. And I, you know, there's there's no move for him left. Like he's moving out and then maybe getting the bottles in there. But like, I don't know. I can't. Stroll is a, a shrewd businessman. Who knows what he'll do? Like, but I can't see him taking on losing that and taking on Bottas. I just, I don't know. I'm yeah, see where Bottas fits in. So how about how about this then? Let's go. Let's go to a a, a team question. You know, is Haas yeah. is is Haas, is he gonna is he gonna get the fuck out of Dodge or what? Haas. Yeah. yeah. I'm. Uh, I think. I think they're they're invested for the next regulation change. I think that seems to be that. Like if 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 Haas were out, they would have said it by now because they're not entering the car next year. Right, 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 right. But like with so the thing is with, with development, basically all the teams have got an extra year of development on this car. So they Haas might think that they they could have an opportunity and. Th- you know, if you're going to have an opportunity to try and compete at the top or even in the midfield, that's all they, you know, if they were competing in the midfield, if they produce a decent car next year, who knows? You know, it's, it's, it, the engine is the engine. It's all about the aero and how they, and how they work the new ground effect and all that. So who knows? It's, it, it is kind of like a lottery, you know. But, yeah, but they're so fucking broke that like yeah, they, it, they got they the need they needed Russian billionaire money and Russian the, you know the thing you know. that they have coming into next season is is that uh, because has to finish at the end or at the back they'll have more wind tunnel time than let's say Red Bull um when the, if sorry when <laughs> if they win so Red Bull will get allocated the minimum amount of time in in the wind tunnel and then progressively down throughout the grid they'll get more and more time to develop the arrow. So it's to try and combat people on the way with the arrow aspect of it. So, who 
So what do you know what that what the what does that actually mean? As far as does Red Bull get a week and get and Haas gets a month? I, does Red Bull I, get a hundred hours and Haas gets a thousand hours? Do you know I, what that I, difference no, is? No, I don't know what that breakdown is, and it's a very good question. But I I honestly don't know what the breakdown is. But it it just essentially most of because there's no engine upgrades. Most of your development costs are going it's to going to come in the aero dynamics of the car. The, the aero and the more time you can try and do correlation between the yeah, but the problem is you can't there. copy anybody else's shit. Mm. You know what I mean? But there's a problem there because you can't. So so it's so hard because Mercedes now Red Bull like these top guys with all this fucking money. Yeah. They they have these they already have the arrows. I mean, obviously they got to work on that, but they're literally tweaking where Haas yeah. doesn't get it yet. Yeah. So Haas can get it. It's very simple. It's just what happened with Aston Martin, right? Haas could get it. He could pay somebody for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you can pay them for it, but you can't. You can pay them for the aerodynamic blueprints, but then you can't do it. You have to do something different because you can't copy it. You know what I mean? But then again, like, you look at like the nature of NASCAR, which is what has is bread and butter. Yeah. You know, there could be an element that, that, you know, they're used to like cars running really low to the ground with, you know, trick air underneath the car. Like it's not as, you know, mad as like what F1 have, but like maybe that's where they could be saying like, oh, we, we might have something because it's all going to ground effect and how the air flows underneath the car. So, you know, in, in NASCAR, they all follow very close as well. And, you know, yeah, but NASCAR didn't start. Of... NASCAR didn't start with a bunch of guys. With, NASCAR isn't about, well, it is now, but yeah. NASCAR traditionally wasn't about a bunch of guys with college degrees in engineering designing no. a car. It no. was about guys in a fucking barn who were good mechanics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's where it started. That's where NASCAR got its start. So you're right in a way, but I mean, that's I what I'm saying is he can't, like, there's such subtle differences yeah. in what makes if you it's it's literally changes of millimeters that turn the aerodynamics of a car from dog shit to yeah. fucking amazing. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. you know. So that's why I'd be interested yeah. to know. There's so many things against a team like Haas that will they be able to make it up with more time in the wind tunnel? You know, I, I hope they can. Look, I'm an American man, America. I want them to yeah. win. Well, we're coming into this sort of era of Formula One where they're trying to test out and trying to balance it out a little bit better. And, you know, I think this is a, a step in the right direction, whether it whether it's going to gain the lower teams as much. Because, like, the thing about doing something like that is, is, is that that's great, but it takes a massive amount of people and resources to produce something to put into the wind tunnel. So if Haas can't produce something quick enough to put it into the tunnel, then the season's over, bang. You know what I mean? So it, mm -hmm. it depends on the resources as well. Because you can have 10 people at Mercedes designing an end plate. And you can have two people in Haas designing the same type of end plate. Like, who's going to get it done quicker? Like, you, know, you know, who can get it in the wind tunnel? Who can be more efficient at working? So yeah. There's a, you know, that's the other side of the argument that I started to talk with as well. Is like, yeah, it's, it's good, but also, you know, you can just lump people at it if you can. And but then the budget cost comes in. So there is, 
that's what I mean. There's, there's you need to put a cap on. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, yeah. I mean, at some stage, right? You needed, and that's what F one is actually quite famous for. That isn't there? Like you're talking about, then we're entering this new hybrid era, yeah. where where not even a but but the F one because of because it's such a game of millimeters that small little changes in the car which in F1 terms were big changes, but, but, but if you actually looked at the difference of the car, the car has changed a lot, but it hasn't changed that much. This just shape is still there. Oh, you know, yeah. it's just those little things that have been taken off yeah. or tweaked down or curved or fixed. Like the rear ring was fixed and now it's not fixed anymore. Yeah. Now you have the DRS zones, those little things, mm. you know, have changed the sport in a lot of ways. And there was eras, right. Of champions and eras of, of, and they're based on changes to the car, right? Yes, yes, yeah. It's interesting. It's just it's very interesting to, to that. That's yeah. how that rolls. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why the, the next year is is really exciting. Is it like the, hopefully this season pans out that Mercedes sort of is nip and tuck with Red Bull, but I really think next season is like next February when testing comes out and we start to see these cars. You know, that's going to be. You know, something I remember the last reg change and the reg change before that year, so it's like, you know, it's an exciting time in Formula One, but Formula One have brought in other aspects of it as well, trying to equalize the field. Some may say it's trying to peg back the winners, but like, we want competitive racing throughout the field. We don't want two like cars lapped, you know. We don't, you don't want that. You want all the cars finishing on the same lap. And, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So I, I here's a, here's another stat for you, and I don't know what it means, but you can tell me. Maybe it's totally useless. But when I was looking up the uh, standings um, for the drivers and stuff, one of the sites I had has the fastest pit stop of every race. Oh, and okay. and Verstappen is sub two seconds twice, and he's the only only he's the only one on this list to have sub two seconds and mm. he's also on the list one two three four five six out of nine times yeah. as having the fastest lap and perez is also on there once so red bull seven out of nine fastest laps does that mean anything i don't know i'm just asking i'm asking you fastest lap in like in race pace yeah. fastest pit stop pit stop oh, sorry oh so Fastest pit stop. Yeah, yeah, fastest yeah. pit stop. Yeah, no, well, it would. Like, you can see that there's, like, there, you know, if there's a bad pit stop, I can't remember. There was one in not the last race, race before, and it cost somebody a couple of places as well. Like, and it's just a couple of seconds to get the, the rear nut off. And Didn't fucking like bot us, but they, they, they fucking. Yeah, in Monaco. <laughs> they pulled the fucking, like, they, they couldn't get the nut uh, off his tire. Yeah, man, the your man sheared it when he went in, but. He sheared yeah. it and he had the fucking DNF yeah. because of it. Yeah. They had to send the car back and then get it off back in the factory. <laughs> it took like two or three days or something. It was the longest pit stop in existence, but, um, yeah, no, it's, um, does the fastest pit stop mean anything yeah, that happened with Red does, Bull all does, those times? I think, like, Red Bull have generally been very consistent with their pit stops. They are always very quick. They've always been topping the tables on that type of thing. And I think it sort of gives it gives you the edge on the competitors as well because the competitors need to know. They're like, right, well, they're doing two seconds, like, handy. You know, we need to be hitting that. And then that can cause mistakes. There's pressure on those pits. They'll go... You know, it's fine margins up at the top, like and yeah. couple of seconds here, and you know, like a couple of seconds could mean that you have to pass two cars. You know, 
um, two tr- like cars in traffic or something like that. So it is it is quite important. And but they they've always they've always focused on that. Like they were always very good, very good. Like marginal gains, just getting it pinpoint perfect. And then there's Max Verstappen, who who probably just stops at the exact same point. They don't have to move. They just put the gun in, bang, tire off, tire on, bang, he's gone. You know, so it's a team thing, like, and they practice it an awful lot. So oh, I can imagine. It's, it's I, an I, unbelievable I, I, thing to see. Like I seen, I was at Spa. And I was at, I got the ticket for the weekend. And with that, you got a Thursday sort of pass to the pit lane. And they all do their pit practice in it. And you're just standing there watching them do it like, like 20, 30 times. Like, and you, you don't start, you don't move on. You're just all just watching it going, Jesus Christ. It's just, it's unbelievable. Like, it's, it's really impressive. And they also, um, did I read that, is it, I can't remember who it is. Is it Verstappen or is it? Is it Hamilton's uh, personal trainer? Oh, it's Verstappen's right trainer. Is an Irish guy. The oh, head, yeah. the head trainer for Red Bull, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's, so he and yeah, yeah. So he ends up being by default Verstappen's personal yes. guru, yeah. workout yeah. guru. Yeah. Is an yeah. Irish guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard something about that. I didn't know. I didn't know about him, but um, I'd seen something on you know social media about it, and there was a couple of videos on him. Yeah, so uh, yeah, hey, really? See, like that. That's yeah. Oh, sure, of course. Ain't no American there. Yeah, well, I knew what I knew an Irish graduate that went to Mercedes power unit before, you know, before the change from the V eights to the hybrid engines. And uh, yeah, he went over and he was working for Mercedes in the test. And I got talking to him and I was asking him about the new engines, and he says, "Yeah, they're they're brilliant. You know, we're testing them and they're exceeding and." I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'll stick 20 year old Lewis Hamilton to uh, the win. And sure as fuck, they did. And their engines have been predominant the whole way through. It was, like, it was interesting to ta- chat to this guy, like, graduate out of college, going over to work on these things. I was chatting to him about it. And it was just. So, um, what else you got for me? You got any other hot stove stuff? We got anything else before we get off the F1? I appreciate you coming on. Well, that was a great conversation about it. I mean, what's going to happen in the future? What do you think? Do you think Verstappen, does he keep it? Is this his year? Does Hamilton get it back? Does Bottas retire? <laughs> I think, <laughs> give, me, I, give me something. I, I'm, honestly, I think, I think Verstappen is going to win it this year, but it's going to be close. I think Mercedes aren't going to let it lie. I think this is a big bluff from Toto Wolf saying that they're not developing the car anymore. I think it's a bluff. They're, they're definitely developing the car. I don't believe them. So I think it's going to be close, but Verstappen is going to edge it because the car is just a little bit better now. Um, and then I think for next year, I think Red Bull are probably going to run away with it or maybe McLaren. But I think Red Bull, with Adrian Newey designing this ground effect car, I think, yeah, I think it'd be silly to look at anyone else by Red Bull. All right, you heard it here, Hurst, folks. Uh, Red Bull, let's see what happens, man. I appreciate you <laughs> coming on to chat about it. I got I got a couple more uh, numbers. You know, I like to talk about some yeah, number stuff yeah. before we get before we go, but we move on. I got one, actually, it's just, I think I only have a couple more things here on the list. But thanks, man. I appreciate it. Like, you're welcome on anytime. Oh, no, we'll thanks. do the, We'll do this. Yeah. We got to do this when like towards the end of the season now, yeah. right before the end when we know who the champion's going to be. 
You, you promise you'll come on again and we'll do it, right? Yeah, no, 100%, man. Yeah. I always talk to that one, no problem. So, so how about speak so it's the it's the you know it's the sport of millionaires let's be honest and billionaires so i read there was a stat that i read in something i get here that uh, talks about millionaires and it says that uh currently there are 56.1 million millionaires in the world whoa 56.1 million millionaires in the world and i what do what does the planet have on it Three hundred sixty billion. Oh, so I could be wrong. Could something be like that, right? So, so Fifty-six point. Did it? I'm in the dark. Yeah. Oh uh, no! If you gotta, if you gotta roll, let me know, man. <laughs> no, no. You gotta no, roll. Yeah, but that's a, so. You're obviously not one of this fifty-six point one million billionaires, huh? You don't even have a fucking yeah. backup no, battery or nothing. No, no, a fancy no, house no. of yours. <laughs> I can't even check. I'm there. <laughs> I'm on my laptop. Uh, my Wi-Fi has gone down. <laughs> just going down. Go. I'm definitely so not. Fifty-six. <laughs> oh, uh, who ended? Wait, wait. Did you have an update for me on the? Uh, did Italy end up winning? Oh my god! I, I don't know. Let me look. Hold on. Looks like Italy won on penalties. So uh, whatever. Bastards. Oh yeah, you have no internet. All right, we won't look. Well, I think yeah, I think no, what okay, I just okay. saw was that you're doing penalties. There's 56.1 million millionaires in the world, mm-hmm. and USA, China, Japan combined for just over 50 percent of that number. Okay, so just over 50 percent of those 56 million millionaires comes from USA, China, or Japan. Obviously, they can conglomerate in those countries, right? <clears throat> I mean, it's not obviously, but you would think that they would be the big big of them yeah. the big three yeah. the u.s has 39.1 percent of millionaires in the world china china has 9.4 and japan 6.5 so continentally north america has 42 percent europe yeah. does better than asia ironically with 17 percent uh of millionaires but the interesting thing that i that i saw were in terms of per capita so switzerland <laughs> 15 percent of the population just shy of 15 percent of the population in switzerland are millionaires whoa so that's <laughs> well, that's like one out of every couple out of every friend group that you're in <laughs> that's one out of every group on whatsapp that you're in in yeah. switzerland is a millionaire that's, that's a lot of people i mean switzerland isn't the most popular populated no. of countries no and from no. what i hear it's expensive as fuck to live there yeah well to be sure, there look, you have to but, be a millionaire to but live fif- there so. but 15 percent <laughs> of them are for christ's sake yeah man. that's mad isn't that wild yeah isn't that wild yeah a and nine yeah, 9.4% of Australians and 8.8% of Americans are millionaires. Well, that's mad. That's that's pretty bad. Like that, that switch of a number. That switch yeah. of a number is pretty bad. Could you imagine 15% like I'm just rubbing it in on you? 
<laughs> or maybe you'd be the millionaire. Do you think that you'd be? Maybe you would be. You would. You and I would be the millionaires of Switzerland. Could be. Could be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, why not, man? Yeah, I, I know you're a big skier. I'm sure. I'm sure you like to get up and down the slopes. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. And I can talk to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just... Oh, you'd be riding your. Riding your bike down the slopes and all this. Oh yeah, you'd be in the summertime. You'd be mountain biking in the hinterland with your your skirt on and your you know what I mean. You'd be yodeling. Yodeling. Where's Tony? Tony just Tony just mountain bike up to the top of that mountain to yodel. You'd have your yodel. Yeah, you'd have your yodel band. But you'd be a millionaire, so you wouldn't give a shit. Switzerland, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't be a millionaire, so you wouldn't give a shit. Pay me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and then uh, the last one I saw before we get we get out was that the the United States Navy has just stopped the program. They spent five hundred million in research and development for to to develop an electromagnetic rail gun. <laughs> yeah, so that shit you're playing in like all those video games. Yeah, yeah the U.S. Yeah. Navy. Spent five hundred million dollars to research and develop one of those things—a rail gun, a Tom Clancy rail gun. Rail gun, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's mad money. Like, yeah, surely it was fucking hell. Like, this was one to. Yeah, know, so the, there was the the issue was that it it was uh, they were tight on budget. No, they de- <laughs> what as far as they developed, they could only develop it to a range of one hundred and ten miles. So, so it would be inside of missile range. So they already had missiles developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That were more effective than the <laughs> than the railgun that they developed. Oh my god! Is that not that, crazy? That's mad. Man. That is fucking. Somebody on a Monday morning just coming and going. Do you know what would be fucking great? Fucking railgun. You know what's fucking great, though, Tony? And this is where we're going to end this. And thank you so much for, for coming on. I really appreciate it. But you know what's fucking great is that that's fucking America. And that's the America that, that I'm like, you know, it's. Don't change. <laughs> they spent $500 million. And, you know, here, if they spent. Here, if the Irish government spent 50 quid in the wrong way, you would fucking tell me about it. You know what I mean? Everybody would know about it. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. This guy. Yeah. This guy took a taxi from the fucking doll to the fucking. You know what I mean? And like, he's in the green party. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus, you should have been fucking cycling this fucking guy. You know, let the walkers go. You know, the American government says, oh, yeah, hold my beer. Why <laughs> just make this useless gun that we can do with missiles? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you see this shit that they're developing in, in video games? You, know, you motherfuckers think you can make one sure, of them? Well, was it, there was a massive wasn't there a big spend on the plane that didn't really do the job as well, like, well the, there was a huge spend on the stealth yeah in the original stealth bomber there was huge spend and yes you're right they 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 don't fly those anymore i don't yeah, think yeah. but the technology that went into those is used today and yeah, yeah. you know what i mean i think that's what happened these guys that developed the technology it caught up too quick for the stealth bomber to be anything but i think there might be still some in existence i'm not sure there may be a few. they're up to some funky shit no <laughs> that's some funky shit. but that's what makes america great man yeah, no. Yeah, no, I do, I do. I like that. <laughs> I'd love to work as somebody building a gun like that. Be <laughs> yeah, would you be? You could go to sleep 
a little bit more sound knowing that your country is developing a fucking railgun to protect you. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? As a backup of a missile in case that doesn't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got two <laughs> two factor security right there, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. America, baby, America. <laughs> yeah, hey, Tony, yeah, thank you really so nice much, time, man. man. We're on a minute and 20 seconds, yeah. and it flew by, dude, and I yeah, totally man. appreciate it. Yeah, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, You're welcome great. on any time you want to. Any yeah. folks, uh, uh, give, us a, give us a listen. But, Tony, thanks, man. Thanks for talking F1. Yeah, thanks for man. talking bullshit with me, and I really appreciate it. Take it easy, man. Bye-bye. We'll do this again really quick. This is Romo signing out. Hit the Lotto Podcast. Yo, Pet Fangs, man. That's the guys. Joe was on. Pet Fangs did this 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 song, and you know, oh, yeah, I think it's a it's fucking. So cool. it's, I it's think a it's a fucking cool. banger, man. It's and so I fucking cool. love. It. Someone wrote a song yeah, for me, man. Yeah. I totally appreciate it. And and also my buddy Rob, who did the uh, the the logo that's uh, that's on the Facebook page and stuff, man. And it's yeah. just for for me to be a dumbass on on a radio with the dog <laughs> crying in the background. I appreciate you all, and thanks so much. Much love.